0: Step 7. Follow. Week 1, Day 3. Who am I? The opening prayer for this lesson is, God, help me to see my life as you see it, and value what you value. How did you get your name? Name is defined as words by which a person is designated, called, or known. Most people were named at birth by their family. Some people add or change names when they become united with others by marriage, adoption, or a religion. Others alter names to separate themselves from those who share it. Names carry identity, who you are, where you are from, and with whom you are joined. Identity is defined as condition or character as to who a person or what a thing is, the sense of self, providing sameness and personality over time. Since the moment you were born, people have tried to name you according to how they view your identity. Think of all the names you have been called, possibly beautiful, ugly, smart, stupid, rich, poor, priceless, worthless, good, bad, successful, loser, addict, etc. You have even named yourself. Perhaps you have adopted titles that you have earned, or maybe you have embraced a cultural identity. Some have secretly named themselves out of shame because of a hidden sin, failure, or weakness. You have probably identified with many names from various sources as you have tried to discover who you are and find your purpose in life. Some of the names you have accepted represent you well, while others do not. Regardless of its source or how well it represents you, the identity you embrace influences every aspect of your life. Take time to answer these questions now. Question 1. List some names which you have accepted, rejected, or struggled. From family. From others. From yourself. Question 2. Describe a time when your sense of self changed, was lost, or you realized you were not who you thought. How did it affect you? God named Adam and Eve. God called them image bearers in God's likeness. But Satan deceived them to believe that God wasn't good and that rebellion would give them greater identities. Study the creation and temptation stories. Genesis 1 verse 26 to 27 and chapter 2 verse 19 says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, And let them rule over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heavens, and over the livestock, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God he created him. Male and female he created them. Now out of the ground the Lord God had formed every beast of the field, and every bird of the heavens, and brought them to the man to see what he would call them. And whatever the man called every living creature, that was its name. Genesis 3 verse 1 to 5 says, Now the serpent was more crafty than any other beast of the field that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God actually say, You shall not eat of any tree in the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden. But God said, You shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the midst of the garden, neither shall you touch it. Lest you die. But the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. God created Adam and Eve to be his visible image, reflecting his holy nature. As their good ruler and caretaker, God likewise identified them as rulers and caretakers, responsible for nurturing the rest of creation. Satan tempted the couple to doubt God's goodness. They decided that God's command was not good. Rather, it was keeping them from being like God. Adam and Eve's identity, though not equal with God, already made them like God in many ways. They were innocent, rulers of creation, and immortal. They forgot that God's command was protecting them from death. They rejected God as a good ruler and their identities as image bearers. By seeking good and evil apart from God's rule, They were choosing to rule themselves. Their decision changed their identity forever, making them rebels like Satan. They accepted a nature of rebellion identified with sin and death, a nature that has been passed on to you. Because of Adam and Eve's sin, humans are naturally rebellious. We reject authority and exchange good for evil. It is human nature to reject God's voice. It's natural to embrace identities different from who God made us to be. We rebel, live in pain, and die. God's way has become unnatural to us. Humans are by nature separated from God, the eternal source of life. Death, separation, is our eternal condition. But Jesus, the eternal Son of God, became human to reclaim you from death. Reclaim is defined as, to get again in one's possession, to make better in behavior or character, to obtain by separating it from a byproduct, His death offers you a way to re-identify with God and freedom from rebellion. Accepting Christ as your savior gives you a new nature, the spirit, and eternal life. Ephesians 2 verse 1 to 6 says, And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following Satan, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, IN WHAT WAYS HAVE YOU ACCEPTED YOUR REBELLIOUS HUMAN NATURE? WHO DOES GOD SAY THAT YOU ARE? 1 JOHN 3 VERSE 1 TO 3 SAYS, SEE WHAT KIND OF LOVE THE FATHER HAS GIVEN TO US, THAT WE SHOULD BE CALLED CHILDREN OF GOD, AND SO WE ARE. BELOVED, WE ARE GOD'S CHILDREN NOW, AND WHAT WE WILL BE HAS NOT YET APPEARED, BUT WE KNOW THAT WHEN HE APPEARS WE SHALL BE LIKE HIM, because we shall see Him as He is, and everyone who thus hopes in Him purifies himself as He is pure. By the Spirit, through the Son, the Father reclaimed you and named you as His child. He did this because He loves you. He wants you to know Him for who He is and to reflect His image. You are being restored to the purpose God intended for mankind before Adam and Eve's sinful fall. When you trusted Jesus to save you from sin, God gave you a new identity with His own nature, the Holy Spirit. The following list briefly describes this new identity. This is who God says you are. Loved. Accepted. Chosen. Forgiven. Blameless. Righteous. Holy. Free. A new creation. His child. An heir. A friend. A saint. A co-worker. His temple. A member of His body. UNITED IN SPIRIT WITH HIM, ONE IN FELLOWSHIP WITH HIM, ONE WHO BEARS SPIRITUAL FRUIT, A SHARER OF HIS NATURE, SOMEONE WITH DIRECT ACCESS, ABLE TO KNOW GOD, ABLE TO DO GOD'S WILL, SET APART FOR HIS GOOD WORK. YOU ARE GOD'S CHOSEN CHILD, FORGIVEN AND MADE RIGHTEOUS THROUGH CHRIST. BECAUSE GOD'S SPIRIT IS IN YOU, YOU ARE ABLE TO EXPERIENCE INTIMACY WITH HIM. You have direct access to the fellowship of the Trinity, and you are able to know God. Christ is your Savior, but have you embraced the identity God gave you through Christ? Do you still listen to voices other than God's voice? Do you try to create your own identity? Does sin still define you? Do you search for acceptance from others more than you rest in the identity God has given you? If so your sinful nature is still defining your life. Embrace the identity given to you through Christ and live as a new creation by the Spirit who lives within you. Neil H. Williams said, Through this gospel, we are freely given a new identity, an identity not based on race, social class, gender, a theological system, or a system of rules and regulations. Rather, it is a new and perfect identity based solely on faith in Jesus an identity that defines every aspect of our lives. We are now forgiven, righteous, adopted, accepted, free, and heirs to everything that belongs to Christ. So even our sin, weakness, and failures do not define who we are. Answer this question. Question 4. Thinking back on the list of who God says you are, what is easy to accept? Hard to accept. Why? The closing prayer for this lesson is, God, help me to embrace my new identity in Christ. Take note, let us, Elohim is the name used for God in Genesis 1, indicating plurality within oneness, the Trinity. For scripture references regarding identity in Christ, see the citations and notes index for this chapter. Now it's time to take action. Begin memorizing Galatians 5, verse 22 to 25.